This is Alex and Ashton's um, podcast for Jensen's seventh period class, the final. And we are actually going to be comparing two different cases that go with gun, tr- gun control and gun violence. Those two cases are Heller versus the District of Columbia, which was kind of arose in 2007. And then the next case is McDonald versus the city of Chicago from about 2000 to 2000, or 2008 to 2010. And these both kind of relate in ways. So overall, we're just going to talk about gun control laws, and then we'll get into our opinions on it after we explain the cases. So I'm going to start by explaining the Heller versus the District of Columbia. Um, Basically, Heller was a former police officer and ended up suing uh, D.C. for some new laws that they had passed on gun control, and they made it a little bit harder to have access to guns and especially just handguns. So they uh, made it illegal to carry an unregistered handgun, but they also prohibited the registration of handguns, and the only way to get a one-year license was through the chief of police. Now, Heller being a former police officer, uh, like, tried to register to get a handgun and was denied, even though he had been um, under the chief of police. So I think he was frustrated with this and uh, made a lawsuit against D.C. for how much control this was doing. And uh, he ended up winning the case because it denied his Second Amendment rights. So that's that case. Okay, the second case is McDonald versus City of Chicago. Um, This case involved um, Otis McDonald, who was a retired African-American custodian who lived in the city city of Chicago. (laughs) Um, So this case was determined when gun control laws were going against his Second Amendment rights and were unconstitutional pretty much in the City of Chicago. And he wasn't allowed to register a gun along with anyone else who tried. And this violated his Second Amendment rights, but also violated his 14th Amendment rights, which prohibits the state from denying life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And this case ended with McDonald winning because these laws were unconstitutional. And Chicago continues to pass laws just like these that kind of prohibit the registration of guns in the city and other firearms so yeah well those are the two cases and i i specifically wanted to do these because i wanted to relate it just to the city of chicago and looking at gun violence as a whole is that's like just a rising issue even a political issue and so we're just going to kind of talk about these and put our own opinions on the cases and overall just gun violence and gun control and what we think about it so let's talk a little bit about the Heller versus DC case um I I personally think that making it illegal to carry these unregistered guns um wasn't the best decision especially seeing Heller who took the alternative option to get one and still was denied yeah I think well in the Heller case he wasn't trying to carry it even he was just it was a handgun he kept in his house that yeah. he wasn't allowed to register and they were trying to take it from him, which also uh, violates his 14th Amendment right because he should be able to have it on his property at least if he yeah. owns that property. It's private property. And he was denied that. So that's also wrongdoing and against his, mm-hmm. I agree. his rights. 
I think it's interesting how he has, like, a special scenario of him even being a police officer, and obviously he's gone through gun training and was still denied, which makes you mm. think, like, what people in Chicago were able to get guns through the yeah. chief of police if he couldn't. Yeah. I also think one thing we haven't mentioned is that um, the, in this case, they also made it illegal to not only, like, register for a gun and make it hard to but if you do register for a gun you can if you are carrying it around or anything it can't be loaded has to be locked and everything like that which I think kind of like goes against the entire idea of carrying a gun around with you because in a situation where you might be using it then what are you gonna do if it's not loaded yeah it's kind of just like a prop yeah a prop yeah no need to exactly so i i think these this is just a little bit too much control and i think from chicago or from the district of columbia side they were more trying to limit limit it so people who have been through training and know when to use a gun are the only people that can hold them which i think is a good a good point you should have to go through training Mm -hmm. more training on when to use it and how to use it to be able to register a gun, but I think that kind of was still wrong, and it took away people's rights as an American and their constitutional rights. Yeah, I agree, and I think I think making it illegal to carry an unregistered gun is completely valid. I don't think I don't agree with it, how hard it is to get a registered gun yeah, though. For we're them. completely making it like yeah illegal. You couldn't even do it unless yeah. you went through the chief of police. Yeah. I agree. So ultimately, I also like one thing to point out is like I like to relate, which we'll get a little bit more into this after we talk about the other case, but relating this to kind of like drugs, because drugs are illegal and bad people still get them and still use them and still sell them. So I think it could be the same same situation as guns. Like if you're making guns illegal, how do you know bad people aren't going to get them still? You know, you're still going to have a... you're going to just have good people not getting them and create more crime. So let's go ahead and talk about the other case, and then we'll put a little bit more of our thoughts so into the, both of them overall. And I want to specifically compare it to, like, some stats on Chicago and their crime. So the second case happened in 2008, which is only a year after the Heller versus District of Columbia case. And so this one kind of had a lot of influence from that and was kind of brought up from the same thing that happened in D.C., and I think this one's a little more strict because of, uh, I guess you can talk about this part with how much crime Chicago has. Yeah, so I think it's interesting that it's versus the city of Chicago because that's the number one city in our country that has, like, the highest gun control and also has the highest crime and highest violence. So, like, for a while... I mean, Chicago used to not have as much crime as it does now, but it started to escalate a little bit. And I think in a reaction to that, they tried to make gun control and make new laws, which, I mean, is a valid reaction, you know, trying to help the people. But as a result, I think, in my personal opinion, you know, you think people breaking into homes or creating violence are going to have a lot more availability to do that if the home isn't secured or defended by guns and things like that. So if the person breaking in is the only one with some sort of like defense or anything, uh, I think it it's not fair to the people who are good and the civilians who don't break the law. So Yeah, because only bad people are going to do the bad things. Yeah. They're going to break the law. The people who are good and follow the law aren't going to have guns, so it's just going to be 
the bad people are going to eventually take over the good because they're kind of taking away the rights from the good people that yeah. aren't necessarily bad rights when coming to protecting yourself. Yep, I agree. Uh, it's just interesting to see to look up like the stats of Chicago and everything and once they really started putting more gun control, the amount of break-ins and even murder and everything like that escalated a ton. And I even like to compare Chicago to the UK where they are one of the places with highest gun control. I mean, they're illegal there you can't carry a gun um and the amount of like crime there is even higher than most cities in the u.s and so i i just don't think gun control is the way to stop the crime i do think that better background research and background checks to get a gun and registration is necessary but i don't think taking away that right from everyone is going to actually be you know, realistic. It's not going to take it away from everyone. It's going to just take it away from the people who follow the laws. Yeah, and that's exactly. not where the crime is coming from, not the people who follow the laws, obviously. Because if they're willing to break in or cause crime that's already illegal, then what makes us think that they're not mm-hmm. going to also, you know, break the law of illegal guns or yeah. getting them? And even throughout that, they will start to get them from more dangerous places, more dangerous guns, the black market, things like that. So I think overall, like, this control isn't doing much help. Yeah, and I think with Chicago and how they have such a high crime rate, many of the people were, I'm not saying all their population's bad, but a lot of their population does crime and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm saying this case, or this law happened in 1982 and wasn't challenged until 20 years later in 2008, which I think proves... A big point in how no one was really willing to challenge it also like yeah many of the people were okay with this or didn't feel like they could have as much like support in pushing for this law to be changed and so it kind of just continued and built this like I don't know how you describe it more of like a community of people who were okay with dealing with crime yeah, no, I agree. And you start to see, like, these cities have, obviously, people moving out and getting away from this crime, which is leaving a higher ratio of violence because you have less citizens who aren't creating violence moving away. And I got so interested in Chicago and all this stuff when uh, a year or two ago I was starting to decide to go, go to college and where I'm going to look at, and University of Chicago was my number one school. And I got super excited to be able to apply there this fall and begin next semester or the next fall semester until recently they there was an incident where their students actually couldn't even leave the campus without like a card or an Uber. And so they were almost on a sort of lockdown from all this crime that's happening because students were just going out to leave, to go get food, to go home, wherever, and getting jumped or, you know getting robbed or whatever and so I mean that's scary especially not having a way to defend yourself in a situation like that and not being able to carry a handgun and um or whatever even the fact that that's just happening and the crime is escalating it makes it really hard to like want to move there and so as a result of that I can't go to college there anymore you know and so I think there's got to be a better way to deal with this crime that way and people banning, aren't leaving yeah, yeah than just banning, banning all it. guns yeah because then we're having a city it also relates to the economic issues where a huge city like that that runs some of this country's like economics is gonna fall because the people who run that are leaving and 
businesses are falling, et cetera. So mm -hmm. overall thoughts? What are your thoughts on the cases and everything overall? Um, I think they're not obviously good that they were challenged because they were violating people's amendments and their rights as an American to protect yeah. themselves, especially in these dangerous cities where there's high crime and high chance of being assaulted or your house being broken into or something like that. So I feel like changing these, changing these laws was obviously needed. Yeah. So it's good these cases were brought to Exactly. Court. And I think it shows a lot that both of these cases with how similar they are and in huge cities like D.C. and Chicago, that both of the cities lost because it's unconstitutional. It's kind of sad to see that, like, these cities are creating laws that go, goes against our freedom and our rights. Yeah. So hopefully things in the future can change and we can find a better way to handle this because I don't think control is the way to do it. That creates chaos. And that's it. Thank you for okay. listening. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.